Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide. I'm so thrilled to have you guys with me, and I really hope you've been enjoying our episodes here on September as we bring on realtors and top producers to give you guys advice on what they wish they knew when they became a realtor. So I have my friend and mentor, Jeremy Kane here today. You've heard him before. You know him. Part of the Wolfpack at EXP. Absolutely crushing it out there in Denver, Colorado. We had a fun time a couple of weeks ago. Jeremy and his wife were so generous. Let me stay at their house. We did podcast movement and then Impact 2023. Ed Milet, Damon West, bunch of great speakers. So great time. So Jeremy, thanks so much. Uh, you've been on before, but welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So I kind of gave you a little heads up uh, about what I wanted you to talk about, but I want to, you know, I'll introduce you, get you in here and let you kind of roll with it. Tell us, and I, you know, you've been licensed for a while. So kind of tell people how long you've been in real estate and maybe one or two things you wish you knew when you became a realtor. Yeah. 10 years in the, in the business. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like I've been in for a lot longer. I'm a son of a, a former managing broker. He just started his own independent company actually. And the, thing I wish I really knew was that no one really cares how long you've been in the business, how much, how many homes you've sold and all of that. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time trying to, you know, smoke and mirrors people into thinking that I was, you know, just, just certain scripting and things like that. So that's the first thing I would say is don't come into real estate and be like, oh, I've only sold one home, or I've only mm -hmm. sold 10 homes, or I've only sold 20 homes, and and kind of get that imposter syndrome, but also understand that no one's really asked you that question. And all you have to do is think about a five to 10 second rebuttal to those questions, and then quit thinking about it, right? When you're preparing for listing, you're like, that's all you're thinking about, right? When you're going into your first listing appointment, or you're going into your first buyer consult or whatever. And I've never been asked that question, right? And what I did eventually was just have have a one-liner prepared, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm newer to the business. I'm surrounded by great mentors. But what this does mean is that I have 100% of my working hours dedicated to helping you find a home or sell your home, you know, the marketing, all of that stuff. And that's all you need to say, mm -hmm. right? It it doesn't matter. And so that that is the one thing that I wish I knew prior as my real estate career kind of developed and we kind of went down the road, the next thing I would say is develop your pillars of business and be steadfast in those. This business is so, what have you done for me lately? What's what's working right now? We see it on you know all the mastermind groups on social media that we're a part of. Like, oh, what are you doing to get your deals? What are you doing to get your deals? Like your answer should be the same three things all the time. When I'm coaching my agents, I say, hey, 85% of your time should be spent on the things that are working, the things that are true to you and your personality. And 15% of the time can be spent on, you know, something shiny, mm -hmm. right? So give it a shot. Give those something shiny things a, a try for 12 weeks. Make sure it's only 10 to 15% of your working time. And if it works, plug it into the 85% that you do all the time, add it on. But I mean, I've been an extremely successful realtor, $20 million a year producer for the last three years, on my way to that again this year easily. And that's because I just focus on the things that I do, right? I focus on being a connector. I focus on my sphere of influence. I focus on being consistent on socials. And I have a Mile High Champions program where I give back to nurses, teachers, first responders, and military. 
Those are my three pillars. Every once in a while, I bring different things in, try different things out. But you have to spend your time on income producing activities that you know work and then add on to something shiny. And, and that's that's kind of my my entire shtick on on helping agents like mm-hmm. get a hold of your calendar, make sure that that coincides. Right. I have I've had three conversations in the last week with agents like, OK, let's look at your calendar. Let's see if you're actually spending time on your breadwinning income producing activity Or are you trying to do a bunch of other things that are are taken away from that? And especially through this tougher time in real estate where there's zero inventory and it's really hard to get buyers under contract that you do have. And and sometimes listings, sellers are hard and, you know, they're priced too high or whatever. It's hard for people to understand that the market's fluctuated, although that information is at your fingertips now more than ever. Well, I think there's so much good stuff there, Jay, like even... Even no one cares how long you've been a realtor. I know one of the things I did is if I needed a rebuttal, I would say, hey, I'm newer. But at the time I was on a team of agents had 20 or 30 years experience now. Right. Think about at EXP, our downlines. Right. Imagine someone is under me and technically their team, even if they're not officially on a team, could count as like themselves, John, Jeremy, Louie. Mike, right? Like you can say like, hey, I have an organization with dozens of years. I couldn't even imagine it's probably close to, geez, 30, 40, 50 years with all of us where you say, hey, yes, I am a newer agent, but these are the people giving me advice every day. And again, with the Wolfpack calls and the value stack we all bring to the table, there shouldn't be an agent that feels like they shouldn't get the deal. You know, even someone on our team, right, that you helped me and Madison create and build like someone on the team was like, Oh, I'm a new agent. And I kind of coached them like, Hey, you can say that, but talk about the team, talk about how we help you and those kinds of things. Um, and I, I think it's so big too, man, what you're saying, the pillars in your business, you know, I'll even, I'll throw myself under the bus. Even when I was out there with you, you know what I'm about to say, like in between podcast movement and impact 2023, we went and grabbed lunch at a great place in downtown Denver. And then we kind of went to your co-working space and looked at my calendar and even something simple, like you saying, Hey, what's every week church, these things. What are the kids involved with? So preschool, whatever, anything you're doing at church, what are the meetings you have to go on? I think I wrote down, geez, what was it? 20 or 30 different meetings. And and I think standing what I things every week. Yeah, standing things every week. It was so many things. And I think one of the things I learned from that too, like as you talk about pillars in your business, was like, well, geez, if I have to you you even said it, right? And I put it in for Thursdays because you know, my Mondays through Wednesdays are pretty busy. Geez, Thursday at this time you work on the podcast. Well, the reason I feel stressed, the reason it wasn't happening was because I have all this stuff to do and the meetings. Well, okay, put in the schedule, right? You do a great job too of like, I, you know, I saw how much you love your wife, Sarah and the girls, like you spend a lot of time with family. Well, how do I do that? How do you do that? You're able to do that because you put it into your schedule and, and your calendar. So I think that's huge as well. Like, you know, that's got to be important. You know, we coach a few agents together and most of the ones, even top producers, I feel like one of the struggles they all have is their schedule is a hot mess express. And so, mm-hmm. right. And I can't teach it until I got mine figured it's out. It's because they're readily available at all yeah. times. Right. And, and I don't know how you feel about this, uh, the 24 hour open thing on Google, my business, that's, that's a no go. I saw recently you comment, you know, do not disturb 9 p.m. to 9 a.m., whatever it is, it doesn't matter, 
like, here's the deal. I wake up every morning at 5 a.m. Like, that's when I'm good. If I don't wake up at 5 a.m. and I don't read my 10 pages and I don't work out, like, my the rest of my day is kind of mush, you know? And so I've dedicated, that's when I'm good. That's That makes 8 a.m. I'm ready to roll. I'm locked in, you know? Kids are off at school in this homeschool room, and I'm uh, in my office in my cave now, and uh, just dialing it in. And I meet, I've met with more people since you, parents, right? And it blows my mind. You can ask every single real estate agent what's the most important thing to them. Most of the time, it's the family, and they're not in the calendar, right? There's not that yeah. time in the calendar. So we do all this and we work so hard and we build and we're entrepreneurs and we do all the things and we try and build this business. But yet the most important thing to the to us and 99.9% of the real estate agents that I've talked to, whether they have kids or not, say my family. Mm-hmm. And so you you have to make time for that. And I'm not saying all the time, <laughs> right? Because you have to you know provide, you have to do those things. But if you just put those time periods into your calendar, right? Hey, I have to help transport one of my daughters at gymnastics, one of my daughters at dance on Tuesdays. That's the day, you know, hey, my dad helps on the other days. So, you know, I don't have to be readily available to, you know, be taxi driver that day, but Tuesdays I do. And then on Fridays, it's our only gap without activities. So that's no family time, right? And you've seen that and we've talked about that. But if you step back and you say, okay, these are the most important things right? If the most important things to your business are first and foremost to life as your family. Second is, you know, your production, because that's where your income comes from. So you can support your family. Then you better have a, a large majority of your calendar better be blocked off to those things. And then you're able to lock in, right? Our kids are home sometimes, mine all the time now, except for when they're at these activities. Mm-hmm. And it has to be like, this is work time. Right. Right. Because if I'm not ultra focused during that work time, then my work has to bleed into those other times. And I think real estate agents have this problem that they're always available. People are like, well, what about deadlines? Well, don't set your deadlines (laughs) for times that that are not good for you. And if you get a contract that says, you know, say you're a listing agent, you don't control the dates necessarily. Hey, you have a deadline on Thursday night and that's during your family time. Well, you better be busting your butt to get it done on Wednesday or Tuesday. Right. Like there's no law in this industry that says you have to wait till the last minute. <laughs> that's right. right? It's, not, it's not high school or college. So, yeah. So that's huge. And I think one of the things I've watched you do, and I, I got to see this, which was so fun in person, like we had a busy week with two conferences, like, hey, guess what? You kind of knew when you walked in the door, right? If, if if the girls were still awake, like, you know, and I think Sarah at one point was like, hey, it's been a day. Can you put the girls to bed? You didn't say like, why well, have 50 things to do? You said, yeah, sure. You took 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was, put them to bed. And then if you had stuff to do after that, you did it. But I think you you do a good job of making it a priority that like family is important and hearing your spouse if like they, you know, right. You've got three young girls. It's 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 a lot like hearing your spouse, too, is a big part of that. Well, guess what? If you you know, if you're a new realtor listening to this and, you know, I think there's there's people on our downlines that are new realtors. We got one in New Jersey, some in Pennsylvania, you know, one in Florida. Like, I just think about the fact that like Many of them have young families. Well, guess what? If you know, you know, in our house, lunches and transition into nap time at 1 p.m. is really tough and bedtime. Okay, well, then if someone reaches out to me, hey, can you do this showing at 1 p.m.? I could say, hey, could you do 2 p.m.? Boom, sure. Or, hey, can you do this showing at 730? Uh, 
hey, can we do eight o'clock? Now, maybe they say no. And there's, you know, a balance of that. But I think, you know, being flexible, you know, and remembering what's the most important thing. The most important thing is our family. Well, guess what? Then that needs to be a priority for me kind of helping and supporting my wife here at home. Do you agree with that? Yep, absolutely. And, you know, here's the deal. Don't and I'm not I'm not perfect in this, but don't have your kids come up to you and say, is that phone call more important than me? Whether they say that or they feel that, yeah, that'll change you immediately. Mm-hmm. But if if I could tell agents one thing, like lock in when you're with your family and don't play that game because it doesn't feel good. And I was at a I was actually at a comp at uh, EXP shareholders this spring, and John Marone, who's an agent down in 38 in Florida, has a great podcast, all the things, and that was a realization, right? His kiddo came up to him after a game. And he looked at his phone and just that mere looking at your phone, you know, when your kiddos are telling you or coming up to you with, and, you know, celebration or defeat. Right. And if that, that device is something more important to you than, than your family, then it hits. Right. And when they say something, it's real. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's where I was. Like, I don't, I don't tell you this because I I have it all figured out and I've done it, mm-hmm. but I've had that same thing happen. And that was a defining moment when I'm like, okay, like I have to set this down. And my family also knows like there are times where, you know, we're waiting to get an offer accepted or whatever. And my phone's in reach and I'm checking my email and, you know, I, I do that because I love my clients. And I serve my clients, but it's real. And it all goes back to time blocking and holding yourself accountable to those time blocks and, you know, moving stuff around. If you have an emergency showing that you have to go on because they just fell out of contract or whatever, well, make sure you replace that time on a Sunday mm-hmm. morning or Saturday after, you know, like it's okay to move things around. It's okay to be, you know, flexible, but I'll tell you right now, agents that get into this business that say, I, I just look forward to the flexibility. First thing I say to them is you have to grind. You have to work for, for a good amount to deliver a base so that you can have flexibility. Otherwise you're giving money away and there's no, mm-hmm. There's no agent out there that's just getting started that's like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, give this buyer to someone. And if they get it under contract, 50% of commission out the door. Like, that's not reality. Yeah. Well, and I think, too. Yeah. And I I think, too, you get to do it and I'm trying and I'm working on it and getting better at it. Guess what? You get to say no to a lot sometimes and you can hand off deals and things like that. Well, it is a lot of hustle on the front end. So and you know this, one of the people in the membership and on my team, I said to him, how much can you dedicate to real estate? Because they have another full time job. And he started answering. I'm like, no, stop. Go home. Talk to your wife. And then tell me what that answer is, because you need to make that decision together. Can can you sacrifice a little bit of family time right now? Now, still make family time every week, but sacrifice a little to also do real estate, right? 10 to 15 hours a week. Can you do that? And is your wife on board? And it's I think it's an important thing because a lot of us, you know, realtors, we make that decision without talking to our spouse. And then we're like, oh, I probably should. Oh, you probably you like, right. You should consult your spouse about what business decisions you make, even if they're a stay at home parent like you know, ours, but because they're still part of the business. Yep. And you know, this, this kind of brings to mind the, the boss babes out there, right. The, the moms that are hustling, uh, it's possible, but Mm -hmm. yesterday I met with a single mom who absolutely crushes. And part of the conversation was you need to schedule time with your kid 
Like you need to be dialed in, even though I know he plays a million hockey games, a million baseball games. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, that has to, because it just makes you feel guilty, right? She had a weekend where she was out and a buyer kind of kicked the can down the road and was like, yeah, you know, can we see some houses Sunday? I'm only in town. They showed houses Saturday. She gave her the time. Then they said, okay, Sunday morning. And she didn't set that expectation. Okay. And then, so the next call was, Hey, how about one? And she's like, well, I said morning. So I set him for 1030. So you have to communicate and you have to frame your time. Hey, I can show you two houses on Sunday of a holiday weekend. And it's from nine to 10. After that, I'm busy. Right. Well, he said one, she said, okay. And then he called her while she was sitting in front of the house and said, it's actually gonna be 145. Next thing you know, she's still showing this guy a house at 3 p.m. with her kid in the car on on a holiday weekend. And she's like, it stresses me out. I feel so guilty. And so all you you moms out there, single moms or not, like you have to frame your time so that you can you can get what you need to get done. And and single dads too, right? But just seems to fall more on the on the ladies out there. So that's that's true. And your spouse and your or your boyfriend or whoever it is. Like you have to have time that's not surrounded by real estate and not surrounded by that kind of stuff so that you do have the energy to absolutely crush it and lock in when you need to. And then you can work 20 to 40 hours a week in this business, but it has Mm -hmm. to be locked in, right? It has to be completely locked in on this. And the only way you're going to do that is if you have scheduled time blocks with your family, with your significant others and all of that. Well, good stuff, man. This is absolute gold. I know it's going to help agents. Before we go, tell, I mean, of course, between, you know, you're in Denver and you can connect with people there or a lot of people are looking for a good podcast to listen to or need coaching or whatever, kind of tell people where they can connect with you and follow what you're doing. Yeah. The Real Estate Agent Playbook uh, on podcast, anywhere podcasts are distributed, Real Estate Agent Playbook YouTube channel, as well as Instagram, the RE Agent Playbook. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for what you shared today. And thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. Yo, guys, hope you guys loved this episode with Jeremy Kane. I know he's been on a few times, but I think he had some awesome nuggets to share with you guys quickly today. So hope you you know enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. I, I think what he talked about and what we discussed is so important, right? The pillars in your business and you know, kind of where you're getting your business from, you know, and also talking about like how no one really cares how long you've been a realtor is huge as well. And the fact that, you know, you got to have your calendar on point. So uh, Jeremy's absolutely amazing. Very thankful for him. Thankful to call him a friend and mentor to me and just very excited for what he's doing in his business, how he's helping agents. So make sure you check out his stuff, the real estate agent playbook. And of course, I'm always here for you. Feel free to reach out to me anytime, but thanks so much for listening, guys. Appreciate you very much. And we'll see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.